Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining. Uh, I'm Kat Shear, and this is a special presentation from Clydesdale Media. Before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone about our sponsors. RX Smart Gear provides world-class jump ropes, grips, and other gear for us all. Use the code Clydesdale15 for 15% off your order at rxsmartgear.com. Mobility Movement is a program that teaches you how to increase your capacity to heal, reduce recovery time, and restore your nervous system to peak health. Everyone gets a seven-day trial, and after that, our followers will get their first month free when they use the code CLYDESTILLFREEMONTH at mobilitymovement.com. And finally, C4 Energy, delivering the most effective and best-tasting, highest-quality products. Get 20% off when you use the code CLYDESTILL at checkout at c4energy.com. And let me add our new friend. So today on Meet the Athlete, we are chatting with athlete, athlete Atlas Games <laughs> semifinalist Parker Foster. Parker, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. You're I going Atlas kinda, Games. I know. I still kind of can't believe it, but we're doing it. <laughs> Amazing. So yeah. you're 20, 23 years old. Uh, according yes. to your profile on uh, the Games website, you've been participating in the Open since about 2016. Yes. Yeah, 2016 was right. my first Open. I got into it my junior year of uh, high school so oh fun high school um here's what i like to do i like to look at people's instagram accounts and sort of just fire some questions away at you and it'll sort of get the conversation okay. going sound okay okay yep. so let's see how how uh, accurate your highlight reel is uh, into okay. real life so back in 2016 when you found crossfit it looks like were you a quarterback uh no i played football but i was like um a receiver in a in a corner Back. Okay. And that was in high school? Yes. Any other athletic endeavors, grade school, high school, to get you ready for CrossFit? Um, I played everything growing up, but in high school I was just track and football. Um, okay. We had good track team and good football team in high school, so competed in that stuff. Did you run? Uh, did you do the track side or the field side? Uh, the track. So I would do all the sprint relays, so like the 100, 200, 400 sprint relays. And then I also did the 300 hurdles, which is like the least fun, fun event ever. <laughs> yeah. Running and jumping is, I mean, I could do both, but it was not fun to try to incorporate both. And yeah, I bet you there's a lot of specialized training in that. Yeah. Um, moving along to 2017, you're, there's, a, there's a video of you snatching and the caption says, finally cleared after five months. What was happening where you had to get cleared? Yeah. Um, so going into my senior year of um, football, you know, like big year for football. And I was like trying to get recruited and all that stuff like that, like have a good year. Our first scrimmage, I uh, like did something to my lower back after the game. It was like in like really bad pain, almost like burning, could barely walk. And then like, chilled out for a week or so and then tried to play the first game and figured out like it just didn't work. I could barely move. Um, it locked up on me. And then I went and figured out that I had a pars fracture in my L5. So it's like the, on both sides, it's not the wings, but I, it might be the wings. I don't, I don't know anyway, but the, my L5 vertebrae, I had like a little fracture on both sides. And so it took me two years to get fully cleared for that from that um and then so that's whenever like my sophomore year of college two years after that um mm -hmm. that's whenever i started actually getting into crossfit like seriously because i could finally start lifting heavy again and all that stuff that's scary so you basically broke your back yes yep. okay 
I know I know another very famous CrossFitter uh, champion, five time champion who also <laughs> broke his back. Yeah, right, <laughs> and right. happens to be pretty good at CrossFit. So yeah. uh, you know you're in good company there. I know that was. Um, uh, yeah. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say like him, and then I know also uh, Alex Smith had a has a had a bad back injury kind of like that. Um, I don't know if mine was as bad as theirs, but that I've yeah. kind of looked to them for a little bit of inspiration. Absolutely. Yeah. Those, those are two, uh, not, not too bad role models to, to, yeah. to look after for sure. Um, in 2017, there's a picture of you, uh, pheasant hunting. Where, where'd you do that? Is that where you live? Where do you, where'd you grow up? Where are you um, from? So I'm from Ardmore, Oklahoma, which is like Southern Oklahoma. I wish okay. there were pheasants, um, around where we live, but that's up in Kansas where I went hunting just like okay. a South, Southwest Kansas. Just and like you're born, I, born and raised in Oklahoma and still there. Yep. Yep. Now, okay. I mean, now I'm in Norman suburb of Oklahoma city. I spent a lot of time in Norman, Oklahoma in my early professional days. I used oh, to work really? for, yeah, I was an account manager for a telemarketing company and they had call, call centers in Norman. Oh, Oklahoma. okay. Maybe that yeah. explains why we get calls all the time. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was funny. Um, I think it was the first time that I ever went to a cracker barrel. Oh yeah. <laughs> was in Oklahoma and I learned how to say yacht to. Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. Right. Cause that's yeah. instead of, do you want to, it's yacht to, um, I, I fond memories. Phrase very often, but yes, I know exactly what you're <laughs> It's, it's part of your vernacular though. You yeah. know what I meant. <laughs> yacht, yacht, say it more. <laughs> yacht <Yaunt> too. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, all right. So 2018, you posted a workout, um, you, you know, a lot of CrossFit stuff, obviously in your feed. Yeah. I'm just kind of picking out the interesting ones that I noticed. Um, and you were doing a comp train workout. Are you still following comp train? Um, no, I'm actually for probably like the past two to three years been doing mayhem and I love it. Have you? Um, yeah. I mean, so Two or three years, you were maybe an or one of those early adopters because it hasn't been around for that long, has it? Yeah. So my like the the owner of the gym that I am at the most most often, um, mm -hmm. Toby Johnson, he was like he, like would lead our um, like Coda X class, like the competitor class, and he was subscribing to Mayhem like two or three years ago, and so we all started following it. It was actually right whenever um, quarantine had kind of got going. Um, mm -hmm. And I remember like over that period, we like, cause all we were doing was just training all day. And we had like all the time in the world to go train. And I got so much stronger during that, during the quarantine, it was like crazy just following the mayhem stuff. So I was like, okay, this stuff works and it's fun too. So I love doing it. Yeah, that's interesting. People either tend to get really have to have gotten really strong during the pandemic or, you know, mm -hmm. during shutdowns or the total opposite. Right. right. They kind of just shut down, lose it all. I know um, as a gym owner, I get a lot of people that are coming in now that haven't done anything since the shutdown. Right. And are just yeah. kind of getting back into it. So that's cool that you sort of turn that negative into a positive and, and made it work for you. Yeah. Um, so you went to the West Coast Classic last year. Yes. On a team, so the Coda CrossFit team that you were a part of, correct? Yes, Coda CrossFit Norman was the the team that I was on that we sent there. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what was that experience like? Uh, it was really final? fun. I mean, it was it's my first like uh, dipping my toe into like the actual like higher level competitive CrossFit scene. 
So that was like some like a big check off the list for me. Um, first time in Vegas, I, I, even though we didn't really get Same. to ex- experience Vegas, it was just cool to go see everything. Um, I enjoyed the events. I thought it was really fun. I remember doing it and I was like, man, I would like to like come and compete at this as an individual next year if Mm -hmm. the the opportunity presents itself just the way that like they had stuff and it was cool venue and all that and then you know i also have to bring up the if you're talking about west coast that i was i'm gonna i'm gonna bring it up okay yeah you think i'm gonna bring it up is it is it a highlight of your weekend yes yes okay so yeah let's tell the folks okay uh double body weight clean and jerk yes yeah big that was awesome i was like striving for that for a while and then i think my pr going into that was 330 and so i'm, I'm like flo- I'm, i float around 170 and so double body weight would be right around 340 and i was able to get 345 and i was like just as you can imagine yeah you know um it's funny you mentioned that because i was at west coast classic and i was recording that team I'll have to go back and look at my footage to see if I have a video of it because oh, okay. I very, I very mel- very well may have uh, have some footage of that. But I remember it because I mean I was there and paying attention. So yeah, that'd be that awesome. was pretty cool. I definitely had to had to mention that. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, one more thing before we go into sort of current stuff. You like gymnastics challenges. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So football player, hunter, track and field. Now, now all of a sudden you like gymnastics? How did, how'd that come about? I mean, so I've always been like on the smaller side of, I, I mean, track, you don't really need to be big, but football, I've usually been on the smaller side of things and then getting into CrossFit, you know, usually on the smaller side of things, I'm weighing 170. Um, for whatever reason, I've always just kind of struggled to gain weight. So I've okay. just, you know, by... Um, circumstance been able to like be good at gymnastics i think it just helps being smaller you know Mm -hmm. um so i feel like anytime there's like a little fun challenge you know it's i guess wheelhouse you know i uh more likely to do the things that i'm good at than the things that i'm bad at (laughs) for sure um you posted something about the 22 season not it wasn't the start to the season you were hoping for there's a post in your Instagram of you lifting and doing things, no shirt, mm-hmm. all muscly and whatnot. And you, you said, and I quote, not the start of the 20, 20, 2022 season you were hoping for. Oh yeah. You know, um, what happened? In reference to like some of the open workouts, specifically the second one, the deadlift okay. workout, like went very poorly for me. Like I like, you know, we all have our excuses, but I just wasn't feeling very good that day. And, Mm-hmm. It didn't go as um, well as I wanted it to, but I, before the open, I was just telling myself like, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't need to redo the workouts, just do it once. And then like, you need to focus on your other training because quarterfinals is what matters. And right. so just, I just, just not executing on a couple of the workouts as well as I wanted to. And so okay. that, that was it. Uh, and certainly a fleeting moment because doesn't, like you said, it doesn't matter. Right, right. <laughs> you're 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 on to the next uh, next phase, so that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that you're following Mayhem programming. Do you have a specific coach that's working with you? Uh, I mean, no, not I not from Mayhem, but at your gym and. Um, I don't have like specific, like a 
one specific coach or anything. I have like a couple of the, like the owner of Crota CrossFit Norman, um, Toby Johnson. And then the guy that kind of, one of the guys that started Coda in general, like all the gyms and kind of has his hand in everything, Bryce Collier. Um, they're both traveling with me to um, Montreal as my, okay. like going to be my coaches for the weekend, but I don't like have a, a coach that I pay or anything like that. Mm-hmm. What made you decide to go from team to individual? Um, really individual has always been the, the goal for me. Um, okay. Just kind of, I feel like, I don't know if this makes sense, but I'm more, I'm better suited for individual just because like, I feel like team is a lot of like, you can be big and strong and have really good high power output and strength. And you can kind of get away with not being as good at running and maybe like super high skill gymnastics. So like the higher the skill, the more running, the more individualized, like the better for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just like, how I got into CrossFit was just looking at, you know, watching, I think like the 2014 games and beyond just like watching Rich and all them. Um, That's what like, I was like, okay, I think, I think I can do this. So this is what I want to pursue. So team was just like, I did, I tried to make it as an individual last year and didn't make it to, um, to semifinals or whatever, did individual Mm -hmm. quarterfinals. And then I was like, okay, we can make it as a team. We'll we'll have a good team in, in Norman. So we went and tried and made it as a team. So I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to go if I have that chance. Sure. Yeah. Great opportunity. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's talk a little bit about your training evolution. So you have, you're relatively new to the sport compared to, you know, some of the bigger names that have been doing this, you know, since 2012, 2014. Yeah. Um, how are you doing with balancing like sleep, nutrition, overtraining, mindset, all of those sort of ancillary things that, it's, they tend to come more with a m- more mature, you know, athlete in the sport. Yeah. Um, I'm usually pretty good. Like I was like in reference to like overtraining and that stuff. Sometimes it can be hard because mayhem, like it's, you know, they're like, they're kind of known for just doing volume. Like there's a lot of right. volume and, and if you're going to compete at a high, this, like a high level in the sport, like you obviously have to make sure you're, checking the boxes and working on all the things that you need to work on. Um, But I think honestly that I'm pretty good about listening to my body. And if like, if I'm really dying and like, I need a break, like I'll, like I'll take a rest day, like ahead of schedule, like if I need to, or Mm -hmm. um, if I like it, when it comes down to it, like when it's time to really push, I'm like, okay, you know, like this is the time that I, I need to be, probably pushing a little bit more than I want to, or like my body's not feeling great, but I still need to do this stuff. Um, I I think I'm pretty good about that. The sleep, um, I sleep fine. (laughs) I don't have any problems sleeping. And then nutrition is probably the thing that I struggle the most with just like trying to stay on top of my like stuff because like, I I just can't eat enough, you know, like I, I, my metabolism is so quick and, is with as much as we're working out that like I have to just like be eating every chance that I get and I need to, I really should be meal prepping more um, Mm -hmm. than I do. But I will say I just luckily got like kind of connected to um, a meal prep, like service sponsor, like a local one in in the city that also um, is helping 
the, the team Coda that just qualified for the games out of mid Atlantic. Mm -hmm. um, I got hooked up with them. And so they've been helping me out a lot, which is very, I'm very thankful for. Yeah. Is, is putting on weight sort of an issue for you then? Is that what yes. you're getting at? Yes. So you don't, you don't like melt a pint of Ben and Jerry's and just drink it before you go to bed. <laughs> no, I've heard, I, I've heard I, that works. I, uh, I do not do that, but I'm a big chocolate milk guy. I love chocolate milk. So I'll, I, I can just kill some chocolate yeah. milk. What's what? What's your go-to brand? Chocolate milk. Highland. Highland is is the local brand around here. And I'm, I'm oh, like, nice. Highland till I die on chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love it. What do you do for fun, Parker? Um, for fun, like honestly, I just like I'll hang out with my girlfriend, watch whatever TV show is relevant um, mm -hmm. at the time, and then depending on the time of year, like I really enjoy doing stuff outside, like. Right now, it's a great time of the year to go fishing and stuff like that. But then during the fall, um, I hunt a whole bunch. So we mm -hmm. have, like, I'm lucky enough to have a good place to go hunting, um, like a little south of here. So I'll spend. You bow hunt? Yes. Yes. How? Isn't that boring? It's not boring to you? So, you have to, like, sit around for a very long time to do that. It, it can get a little bit boring. I'd be lying if, if it doesn't. <laughs> so, like, I'm the type that just, like, I like, I like just going and like sitting like in the mountains and just kind of chilling out Being in nature, nature. But, and seeing everything, you know, cause if, if you're quiet enough and whatnot, you'll, you'll see plenty of stuff. But I honestly, like, I probably hunt uh, a little bit different than a lot of bow hunters. Like I won't just go like sit in a tree stand for eight hours. Like sometimes I will do that, but I like to like get on the ground and like try to like spot and stalk and like, mm -hmm. like predict where the animals, like the deer are going to be. And then try to like make a move on them, like try to outsmart them a little bit. And it actually worked. Like I had the, like my best hunting season ever this past season. So it's like a real life video game. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very intense. <laughs> I bet. All right. So back to competition. Um, have you done a mock weekend training session uh no i have not done any like like mock semifinals or anything like that I've just do you plan doing... to uh no so i like I, i've been testing events and stuff like that and i'm probably gonna test i don't know if you saw they just put out the first event last night i did i did not so we could discuss that if you wanted to but i'm probably yeah gonna... let's yeah so um the first released atlas games event you know they have the the two that are the same for mm -hmm. all of them but they they put out one excuse me last night on the app and then they put it out on instagram this morning but it's three rounds for time 21 cow ski for guys um 15 parallel handstand push-ups and then a 90 foot um front rack walking lunge with 175. so nice. okay i immediately saw that and i was like okay i think i could do good on this one mm -hmm. um i like oddly enough like i was saying the higher the skill the better for me i'm not like the world's best handstand push-upper but the further the difficulty goes up so like parallettes are like the hardest version you could do other than freestanding like mm -hmm. parallettes, parallettes are better for me than like regular kipping handstand push-ups if that makes sense. interesting okay it like, does i mean it doesn't but <laughs> how like, is I that possible <laughs> i can't do more reps at them but like i like relative to everyone else's ability to do parallettes i'm better okay. if that makes sense you're like more of a specialist in those areas yeah 
yeah so cool i think okay. that has potential to be um to be a good one for me just because i know parallettes are hard for a lot of people but mm -hmm. i know that uh what is it 270 foot of front rack lunging with 175 pounds that's going to be um a good one to start the weekend everyone's going to feel that in their legs for the rest of the weekend for sure for sure how about the two uh standard workouts that are coming up from crossfit uh, yeah um, I, can, I can probably guess which one's your favorite yeah yeah so i'm actually like again really looking forward to the legless and rope climb like you like i was saying you know i have a track background mm -hmm. um and then i like i have a a good vertical so i like i think i can three pull the rope every time like i'm five eight but i can dunk a basketball yeah um, yeah Oh, wow. So, it's almost it's almost like you've heard. I don't know if you've heard commentary about that workout where people are criticizing CrossFit for bringing back something from 2014 and how, mm -hmm. you know, they should make it harder. And I bet you you're probably like, yeah, I wish they had made it like two rope climbs. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because that would have favored you for sure. Yeah, just more separation. Yeah, I've even heard people talk about um, like pegboard stuff. Mm -hmm. So that like I, I think that would have been cool to see just to do some pegboard. But I know that's like pretty up there for skill level. So so uh, this might be a loaded question but what kind of podcast do you listen to um so you know obviously listen I, to the pegboard. podcast right okay yeah um and all that i listen to a little bit of like joe rogan i listen to like meat eater podcast um that's just like a, a tv show like kind of an outdoor podcast okay um i don't have, have like you, a whole bunch have you, have you heard of andrew hiller yes yes i i, I listen watch, watch a little bit of, yeah Okay. I uh I saw the <laughs> I'm not obviously not trying to call anyone out, but um let's I do it. The let's do it. The, of the he posted of the the old regional with Dave and um Ryan Fisher and like yeah that was about me. I that was, was about the cat. You? I'm Cat Shear, uh -huh. the person that he did the the, the video about. Okay. So yeah. did you just see the one little clip or did you see the whole thing? I just saw the little clip. So go back and watch that because okay. literally my face is on that that whole clip like the entire time. I oh was mortified. Okay. It's hysterical. It's about judging because I used to judge. Yeah, I did yeah. another podcast and was talking about judging, uh -huh. and uh, he like goes off on a tangent. It's really really funny. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll scare the crap it. out of me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so when when uh, Castro went off on uh, Ryan Fisher. Yeah, I was just gonna say just like, like from day one, this is. Well, I was like saying like why we're gonna miss Castro because he's not afraid to like go up and just like be straightforward and honest with people and not like you know yeah. just like, let people you know let things get worse than they need to you know right just, like, go go confront the problem head on and take care of it. Um, have you had a chance to watch? I assume you've been following the semifinals leading up to yours, correct? Yep. Any uh, any takeaways from them? Um, things that stick out in your mind, things that you're going to take along with you, things that sucked. I think for me, like I haven't been like getting like too caught up with the events and everything just because I know ours are going to be different. But I've obviously been um, watching the events that we're going to do, how people are attacking them, like the strategies for the lift and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um programming like i th i think there's been some some good some bad um yeah i mean nothing like you no know, like ground earth shaking 
thoughts about yeah. the previous semifinals. Just I've I've enjoyed watching them. It's just making me excited to go myself. You know. Yeah. So the the Far East Throwdown is actually live right now. I was watching a little oh, okay. bit. I was watching Roman Krennikov do. He I think he hit like three forty for his his second or third lift of the complex. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, and looked super smooth doing it. But yeah. I, what I thought was very interesting, um, and we'll probably talk about this on our podcast next week, the um, the athlete briefings were broadcast. So you don't usually see, as a spectator, the athlete briefings, right? Yeah. I don't even know if media are really invited to those athlete briefings. But I thought it was interesting because, you know, there's this whole thing about the judging and the standards and the whole, like, Scott Panchik thing with the rope and and all that. And I thought it was interesting. I didn't know if it was a conscientious decision they made to actually broadcast the, the briefing, but mm -hmm. it was interesting because you got to hear everyone's questions and sort of everyone was on the same page and you as a spectator, you know, could pop in and listen as well and see sort of like, you know, what they were holding as a standard. Cause I know when I watch a broadcast, sometimes I'm screaming at the TV because I think someone's doing something wrong and a judge isn't calling it, but yep. it's, I, do, I wasn't at the briefing, you know, so yeah. I don't really know what was talked yeah. about. So I just thought that was interesting. I don't think to my knowledge that I've ever seen an athlete briefing on broadcast before. So that was, was cool. Far East that they did that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it started, if you go back like to the feed, like maybe two or three hours ago when it started, you'll see them, assuming they leave it on there and they don't, that wasn't like a mistake. Right. Um, it, they, you could go through the whole briefing. It was interesting. And yeah, be interesting to see how they brief the two workouts that are the same. Uh-huh you know, from, from semi to semi to see if there's any consistency there. Cause it looked as though the judges were not letting the athletes finish their clean, the first three cleans until they yes. gave a signal to go. Okay. So there was no like quick cycling, bouncing off the shoulder to the ground. It was, you had to wait for the judge to do this before you could move on to your second and third clean. It was interesting. Yeah. It's it seemed button up. Cause I was, um, if, if it didn't got brought, get brought up at ours i was going to be like the the guy that everyone hates that brought it up because <laughs> like yeah you need to know like you have to standardize something and so like right. whenever i've been practicing that complex i've made sure every single time that right, you're standing, standing up, up and yep. fully extended yeah yeah so. be the standard i like it okay so how far uh what kind of trip planes trains automobiles do you have to go through to get to atlas games um, yeah, I'll be flying out of Dallas, so we'll drive down to Dallas, um, okay. and then I think I could be wrong, but I thought it might be a, just a direct flight to, to Montreal. Yeah, um, it should be. Yeah. Um, our, my coaches are actually flying out of, so they'll fly out of Oklahoma city, um, mm -hmm. and then connect with us in Dallas. So we'll actually get to be, um, on the same plane, which is nice, but. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then we're just staying at. I think it's like the Hotel de Monville, one of the. Just Have like, you ever been to Canada? So I've never even been out of the country. <gasps> Did so, you have to get a passport? Yes. Yeah. And it's so the whole I could we could go into this, this is a kind of yeah. a funny story before the before the season even started or like leading up to the season, whenever they were like, OK, we're doing Canada this year for sure. I was like, all right, like, you know, probably not going to end up going there, but it's not outside the realm of possibility. I'm just going to sure. go ahead and get my passport just to be safe. And then sure enough, weeks later, I like originally missed qualification for semifinals, you know, but then all the backfilling happens and I mm -hmm. end up being the very last person to get into semifinals. And 
you know, sure enough, it's in Canada. Well, and, sure. At that point, you pretty much know you're like, if yeah. I'm going, it's gonna, it's going to be Atlas Games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's uh, another funny thing about that is that there's still one more open spot in oh, really? in Atlas Games. So like, I was the 29th guy to get put in. There's still technically not a 30th guy in there. And so, like, I don't know, like, I was talking to guys ahead of me and stuff like that. And so whenever I was kind of expecting to get the invitation, I, like, emailed CrossFit. I was like, hey, like, I got my passport. I got my vaccine. I'm, like, I'm That's good to go. Is. Like, just, like, if, if you need to fill spots, like, I will accept mine. Like, so I don't know if it's, like, they just had, like, um, people. I don't know how they did it, but I, like, hopefully that's, you know, helped me get in or whatever, but. Yeah, I think it helps to be proactive, you know, and let them know if if they need an easy an easy in. I know that there were a couple guys on that roster because a couple weeks ago when we started all these interviews, I actually mm -hmm. pulled the leaderboards to try to reach out to everyone, you know, mm -hmm. to schedule these interviews. And I noticed that a couple of the people that were on the leaderboard for individual were actually going team. Yes, yes. So, you know, and that sort of messed me up a little bit. I actually interviewed an athlete for Granite Games last week who was on team and I didn't know it was, she was on team. And I sort of went through this whole thing like, uh, okay. Oh, what, what made you want to be individual? And she's like, well, I'm not, I'm going team. And I was like, Oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled the leaderboard too early oh, okay. and I didn't refresh it, but, uh, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, that's very cool. Um, let's just wrap up here. What is your goal for the weekend Parker ultimate goal? Um, so I've kind of like set some, some different goals, like for, you know, like, lowest level goal and then like my big goal and stuff like that sure my even though i'm literally like the the last place seated guy going into the weekend like my lowest goal for the weekend is to to be in the top half of the field and okay. then like my big goal is to like be in the the final heat like competing um so like you know that would be cool yeah just throwing down and the, giving myself a chance at least you know Absolutely. I love it. Um, what would you like people to be saying about you after watching you compete this weekend? Um, I would say that, you know, like just he, he has the, the mindset that he's never out of the fight, you know, just like constantly um, hustling and trying to stay in it. And that even though he's small, he can like still compete with, with the best of them, like I'm small, but I, I feel like, I feel like I still have fairly good strength and that kind of stuff. So. Awesome. Well, your buddy, uh, Tyler is saying, let's go. Park yeah. I, well. We have, we have a, a guy's, uh, chat at the gym. And so they're probably like texting All each watching. other right now to, to go <laughs> sabotage the chat. <laughs> Perfect. Well, we're getting out right in time. then. <laughs> um, we're at 31 minutes. You were the longest of these that I've done so far. Oh. And that didn't seem like it seemed like it flew by. So thanks for being so easy to talk to. Oh, yeah. Thanks for uh, asking me easy questions. You know, it's always easy <laughs> to talk about yourself. So it sure is. Well, we're wishing you the best of luck. It was great to get to know you. And uh, in a week's time, we'll be watching you on the live stream. Thank you. I, I appreciate right. uh, the opportunity and the chance to do this very much. Yeah. Um, keep in touch. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Sounds good. good. All right. En enjoy your day. You too.